Welcome to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast, where every week we bring you new inspiration from the gardens and gardeners of New York's beautiful Hudson Valley, making you an even better gardener. And now, here's your host, Marie Iannotti. Hello and welcome to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast, the show that brings you gardening, news, and tips from the gardens and gardeners of New York's beautiful valley region. I'm your host, Marie Iannotti, and I'm happy to report that the weather is as unpredictable as ever. I don't know if El Nino has left the building for good, but I sure do miss him. Still, I don't know that I'd want to live somewhere where the weather never changes. I mean, what fun is that, right? Because the cold temps have given me time to think back on last year's growing season, which was only a few months ago when you think about it. But looking back over last year's successes and disappointments, one of the biggest disappointments for me was um, seeing friends start their first garden only to throw in the towel when the weeds arrived, or after the harvest got ahead of them, or some other reason that they came up with. I was at a party a few years ago in a yard that I'd never seen before, and I was really impressed by the number of flowering and fruiting shrubs that were scattered about, so I asked my hostess if she had designed this landscape herself. And she laughed at me. (laughs) It wasn't something she would have even considered, I don't think. She was a city girl, and digging holes for shrubs was not her realm of possibility. But I think it seems you can't live in the country very long before you start to see yourself as, as I guess, a person of property. And being a person of property requires that you take an interest in becoming a gardener. Oddly, this has never proved true with my husband, who is very content to just kind of point and say, you should put something in over there and not give it another thought. But anyway, my hostess, who has since become a friend, got it into her head that she wanted a vegetable garden. She loved entertaining on the patio, and a vegetable garden nearby would complete the picture. So she hired someone, of course to dig up a rather large patch of lawn and do, uh, she said, whatever you need to do to the soil. And then she planted it. Yes, yes, she planted. And I was impressed enough to think we might have turned a corner here. There was the initial impatience as the little seedling settled in, but it didn't do much more. And then the initial thrill of seeing the first tiny fruit starting to form. The promise of a first tomato never gets old, but the first one is a tremendous sense of accomplishment for anyone, trust me. And then it happened. Things she had not planted also began to grow and flower. And this is what separates the dilettantes from the novices. A novice will learn as she goes along and take it upon herself to try and tackle the weeds. A dilettante will say, okay, this was fun, and now it's not. Uh, My friend turned out to be a dilettante. To be fair, she had a lot of other demands on her time, and getting on her knees to yank weeds that were only going to grow back was not high on the list. Maybe it's an acquired taste. And so the garden languished until she hired someone to turn it over and plant grass. And now the landscapers can take care of keeping it mowed. Now, I will grant you, gardening is a never-ending chore, but it can be an incredibly agreeable one. I'm sorry, I will go so far as to say that it is the maintenance that is gardening. If you've been toying with starting a garden but haven't gotten any further than listening to podcasts or reading books, 
If you know someone who gave up but still looks longingly at your vegetable patch, or if you find yourself coaching a garden newbie, here's some advice I've learned the hard way. Start small. I mean, really, everyone says it, but no one does it. I know as well as anyone how easy it is to get carried away. I have enough seeds to mulch my garden with the packets themselves. But I'm willing to see it through. For someone new, the test should be how much are you willing to till to get started? It doesn't count if you hire someone to come in and turn the soil. How much are you willing to stick a fork in the unyielding soil? If you're doing containers, well then how many are you willing to drag across the patio? Number two, avoid houseplants. I recently saw someone recommending that a new gardener start with a houseplant to learn what it means to care for just one plant. They said that if you tend a houseplant throughout winter, you'll have a better sense of what plants need when it comes time to start things growing outside. Well, unless you have phenomenal light in your house and you keep it humid, I don't recommend starting there. Winter is the toughest, toughest time to care for houseplants. They're dormant, so there's little growth to encourage you. They dry out, the leaves, the leaves drop, they get mildew, they turn yellow, they get white flies or scale, and the list goes on. You'd be better off buying a pot of basil or parsley and keeping it until you've eaten it all and then start over. Number three is a positive one. Use the winter to take a class. Every gardener in the Hudson Valley is counting the days until spring. And gardening organizations know this and they try to ease your pain by offering all kinds of classes. Now the best place to start looking is with your co county cooperative extension. Master gardeners offer classes throughout the winter and many hold a whole day of classes in early spring. So you can cover all your bases in one binge feast. You may even find yourself signing up to become a master gardener yourself, learning even more. Number four, visit garden shows. The closest one to us is the Capital District Flower and Garden Show in Troy, but there are bus trips to the Philly Flower Show and the Boston Show is only a day trip away. Go to a show, you get to smell damp soil. Oh, I almost forgot. Don't forget the Adams Show. The, every, uh, well, three counties in Hudson Valley have um, an Adams store, and they have some wonderful little respite in the uh, usually in March. Go to one of these shows you get to smell damp soil, you get to see the latest plant introductions and many of them even have classes. You could take a class or two. And of course there are vendors offer everything from seeds and plants to gadgets and tools. Oh, and by the way I will be at the Capital District Flower Show this year giving my gardener's guide to the Hudson Valley talk. So please do stop by and say hi if you go. Okay, and finally, my best tip is to volunteer at a public garden. Gardening is even more enjoyable in a group and you have no idea how much you will learn from other gardeners. Don't worry that you won't know enough to be useful. They'll get you up to speed in no time and you won't just be an unpaid weeder either. Most of the public gardens will include you in every phase of the garden from choosing plants to starting seeds to taking home the extras. That's the really nice part. There are always extra plants and you get to take them. I really can't recommend it enough. And pretty much every local garden welcomes volunteers. Just give them a call or go to their website and shoot them an email. For me, there are few things as rewarding as getting your hands in the soil and seeing something come of it. I think my friend was more taken with the, the romance of having a garden than the rewards of it. 
And even the most seasoned gardener can become overwhelmed, as many of us, I'm sure, can attest to. So save yourself or your friends the disappointment and dissolution and just go for the easy win. Go for the easy win and then tackle the rest of your backyard. Well, we have lots of time to think about an approach to next season, although it is time to get seed orders in. So I guess it's worth the reminder to think small or at least reasonably so. We are human. Well, I hope the weather warms a bit soon. If you missed any of this, you can always find the write-up at the website at gardeningthehudsonvalley.com. While you're there, grab a copy of Secrets of the Four Season Garden. And as always, I thank you very much for listening. And keep in mind, it's only 74 days until spring. That's just two months and two weeks. But who's counting? Enjoy. Take care, everyone.